0: welcome to this week's small cast podcast this podcast is designed for small government contractors service providers and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem connecting people organizations and resources I'm your host just Nate and this week we are back in person uh, let's see this week we have uh, as as a helper router is that a word helper router helper router helper Greg Greg lover welcome Greg Thank you and uh, we've got somebody back for the second time and we're gonna be doing kind of a, a I guess what we call the mini series. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hark Herald. Um, he is the let's see, EOS worldwide is the is the business, right? Right. right. Is the franchise name. Um, yeah. you are how do you what is your title there? Professional EOS Implementer. Professional EOS Implementer. Okay, just wanna make sure I got that right. Um and most people won't like really want to be called the founder, co founder, CEO. Um but you're the professional EOS implementer. Okay, so last time we had you on was just like two weeks ago. Um, we had chatted about um, your well, the books, right, and, and the business, EOS Worldwide, um, and what EOS is, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And uh, we had talked offline and said, hey, it would be great to come back in and do like a six-part series now, um, kind of defining um, all of the six key components of the U.S. model,
1: right? Correct. Yes. So why don't you
0: get us kind of everybody back up to speed on what the U.S. model is briefly. I mean, obviously, let's not do another hour on that, but <laughs> They can go back and watch that episode. But
1: yeah. So EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, is a set of simple real world practical tools. The premise is that all organizations face 100 plus issues at any one time. If you can strengthen six key components of your business, those issues go away because they're really symptoms of the root cause. And so the six key components are vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction, which is about execution. And then, yes, I'm a professional EOS implementer because what I do is help companies to implement this system within their organization, and then I get out, they graduate. I'm not looking there to become a full-time staff member, I'm there to help them implement. Okay. Uh, so
0: one of the questions I did have after you had left last time, I'm curious can, I mean, obviously the model that you guys have set up for the business is you come in, they hire you, um, and then you help them implement this new system, right? Um, I think that's what the words you used last time. Is this
1: is right. the US system um,
0: for that company. And, and you really focus on the leadership team, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. I work with the leadership team because as we as goes the leadership team so goes the rest of the organization eventually it filters down through the organization but i work with the leadership team okay, okay. um
0: now can they can somebody go out and just buy the books and try to you know limp through a little bit of it too yeah. first
1: off or yeah absolutely the tools are out there okay uh, and there are companies that that self-implement some with greater success okay, than others because while these are simple real world practical tools it's not easy. So it's simple, but don't confuse simple with easy. Correct. In order to implement it correctly. Correct. Um, Simplified, right? Yeah,
0: I think. um, So I I started reading the books um, in between since last time we chatted. Um, And you're right, it's it's there's nothing groundbreaking
1: or shattering new in the books. It's really actually it's
0: it's simple. Right. Said, and,
1: and we really try to simplify. We we, we we say a lot more, you'll hear when working with an implementer, uh, less is more, dumb it down, make it simple. You don't get extra points for making it complicated. This is about operating your organization to get more of what you want out of it. Yeah. And again, with an implementer, you know, I can help with, with getting over hurdles, explain obstacles. And again, I I teach, coach, and facilitate. I'm not a consultant. A consultant comes and tells you what you should do. I teach the tools. I coach on use of the tools and and help hold the team accountable and help them hold each other accountable. And then I facilitate because, again, I work with the leadership team, and we have to make sure that team is aligned. And facilitating those conversations is part of what an implementer does. I think one of the things that um,
0: I found interesting was like you said, you, you're you're not a consultant, you're a facilitator. I like that word because what's happening is is as I'm reading through the books, it it seems to me that that it, you kind of need that facilitator because the problem extends that as I as I'm reading it is really with with a entire leadership team not being all on all the same page. You might have your CEO that wants, to, wants it all to be his way, but then the leadership team that he picked, maybe it's the wrong leadership, but maybe it's the right team, but they have their own ideas as well, and they're on the same page. So if a CEO just came out of the in and said, here's what we're doing, uh, they might just want to push back. So I see where a facilitator could kind of come in and keep everybody on the same playing field, have an entire flat leadership
1: team level. Yeah. Really discuss that yeah absolutely and, and we talk about eos as being a people operating system not a computer operating system it's really about directing human energy and when you get the leadership team that don't all see eye to eye or or again then maybe not disagreement but they're just not totally aligned sure. then what's happening below that team right okay. really you got people going in all directions okay uh, greg are you uh, caught up a little bit now
2: i am <laughs> it's it's <laughs> held significantly system. yes <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so let's start going down. I mean, I mean, today I think we really wanted to focus on people, right? The Vision, vision, vision. Top. Okay. See, it's a it's a wheel for those you guys don't know. <laughs> here, here, look, See? it's a wheel, and my OCD says it should go from top, you know, kind of like a clock,
1: but it doesn't. So clockwise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, a, that's a word. So yeah, we're going to start is. with,
1: we're going to start with vision because Which all is the top. Or, that one makes sense. All great organizations start with a, with a great vision. Right? Uh, very, very much so. And through the book, I, I'm curious of what you're going to say about it.
0: because in the book, it was very interesting when they talk about the vision. Um, it's supposed to
1: be like three to seven words or something like that. Yeah. So, and, and this is also when you talked earlier about the uh, leadership team may not be all aligned. Right? So this is the first time when we really get into it with the team. Is to create the when we, we start talking about the vision, okay, right, and making sure they're aligned.
0: So okay, so let's assume that Greg and I own our own company. We hire you to come in to facilitate um, the, our uh, our our own EOS system in our company. Um, let's call it Company XYZ because um, ABC's already taken, I guess now. Um, and uh, let's uh, step one. You're gonna come in. You're gonna talk to us about the vision and right. So. Do you recommend doing this at our facility or
1: an offsite or what? So, uh, so the the process that we use, our process for implementing EOS is we start with a uh, free, no obligation, ninety minute meeting with the leadership team, and in that meeting, I learn about the company, they learn about the history of EOS, they learn a bit about me, uh, we go through the tools. Uh, and then we talk about how we would go about implementing it. So that's a free, no obligation, ninety minute meeting with the leadership team to see if there's a fit, because we both have to think there's a fit.
2: You've got you have to have a uh, the I guess the understanding going back as far as where the team wants to go overall, and then see how that uh, applies to your system. Correct?
1: Yeah, where the team wants to go. Uh, and then we're also gauging: Are they an open, honest, and vulnerable leadership team with each other, or are they hiding things? Are they holding back? Uh, is the CEO not willing to share the financials? Those are danger signs that this team may not be ready for EOS. And so we make sure that it's a fit from both perspectives. Yeah,
0: you're talking leadership team.
1: Leadership yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so I, want, I, want to, I just want to preface that because yeah. you know I,
0: I don't. I'm not. A, I'm a big proponent of your leadership team should be all on the same page, but not necess- you don't necessarily need to share your financials with your lowest correct. employee right I correct mean, um, yes. so i just want to make sure people understand that we're right now we're talking leadership team not the entire company absolutely uh, but let's you know let's assume our company is 100 personnel and we've got uh,
1: five people in the leadership team great right yep 3 to 7 is the norm so 5 is right in the middle. that's right um, so so anyway so what we do is that free no obligation 90 minute meeting okay. to just see if there's a fit if they decide to go forward And I decide that yes, I'm a fit for them as well. Uh, We do three full day sessions over the course of 60 days. The first one of those is called a focus day. And what we do is we focus on five things during that hitting the ceiling, because every organization hits the ceiling and plateaus, and then you can either maintain, go down, or get through the ceiling. We look at their accountability chart, which we're going to talk about in the people section. Okay. Uh, Their rocks, which are their priorities. Again, we'll talk about these later. Their scorecard uh, and their meeting pulse. So we get them set up and executing. 30 days after that, we get with them. We start answering the eight questions, which is what we're going to talk about now. And then 30 days after that, we come back again and make sure they have it because we do space-based learning because I'm going to give them a lot of stuff to work on in between. So we want to make sure we hit that. So let me
0: ask you a question. And and this was a thought that ran through my brain. Um, Cause I, I worked for a very large company a long time ago, you know, 80,000 employees, whatever. So very large um, DOD contractor.
1: Can this be implemented at a division level? It depends on the amount of flexibility and autonomy that they have at that business unit. You know? Okay. So yes and no.
0: All, I think every case could be unique, right? I right. mean, I, I can see things where I could use these within a division. Um, not Maybe not all of them, right? right. Um, because, once again, the financials, right, that's usually done at a headquarters or something like that. But I think there's certain scenarios where y- you start talking processes. And, and, and even your division values could um, align with your the core values of the company as well. Exactly. Right? So,
2: okay. Yeah. If I could ask one other question as well. When, you, uh, when you're look, looking at companies and starting to ch- uh, work with them across the board, where do you see uh, the biggest challenge being for those companies as far as when they start to plateau and e- either starting to take off or starting to go down? What's the biggest challenge in there? Uh,
1: well, 80% of the time, the biggest challenge is people. Right, People right seats with whatever. Um, other times it may be, You know uh, again a split they're not aligned on the vision and so they're going in different directions even sometimes they think they're not but when you we peel it back as part of our process it comes to oh you guys really have different visions here and so we need to decide what this company's vision is and we all need to agree on that so it's it's a lot of times it's the uh, you know they've grown and they just can't find the right people for the right seats or they've changed the seats they've changed the duties and the people they have you know what got you here can't get you there.
2: Right. <coughs> okay.
1: So. So yeah. So the vision, uh, and so what I what I've brought here is uh, of what we call a vision traction organizer, or VTO for short. And so, uh, and this can also be downloaded uh, for free by listeners uh, from EOS worldwide. So uh, the vision. When we talk about the vision, we talk about answering the eight questions. What are your core values, your core focus, your 10-year target, what's your marketing strategy, your three-year picture, your one-year plan, your rocks, and then your issues list? And so we just take the team, the, again, when I say the team, the leadership team, through this exercise to make sure they're aligned on the vision. So first is core values. Right? And core values is the traits, the characteristics that identify your culture. So we go through an exercise to identify, and when I say we, I'm, again I'm talking the leadership team, sure. right, uh, to identify the true core values for the organization. <coughs> Not what's on the coffee cup or on the wall, but what are the true core values of the organization.
2: Not just your tagline.
1: Not just the tagline. And we get through stuff like, you know, Uh, We want to make sure that they're the true, not aspirational. Like, this is what we think we should have as core values. No. Nor what we call permission to play, like honesty. Like, honesty is a core value. Isn't that kind of like permission to play? Isn't that kind of baseline? Right. So we try to get to what are your true core values. And then when we get to the people uh, component, we talk about how we use your core values to attract the right people to your organization and to repel those who aren't a fit. So we'll cover that in in the people um, okay. component um, for core focus. So this is really right your your sweet spot, and it's we work with them again to get it clearly defined and artic- articulated. Make it simple so that people understand it. And what the core focus is, you need to be laser focused on that core focus, and not you know precludes the shiny object syndrome, right? And, we, again, we want to get the leadership team aligned so that when you get that the visionary or the CEO who's, who's out and about all the time with these 1,000 new ideas each time, we can say, no, this is our core. We agree. This is our core focus. We're not going to be a bunch of
2: five-year-olds chasing the soccer ball around. Exactly. Yes. Herd ball, right? <laughs> Just right.
1: go from this piece of the, of the, the pitch to another. Um, so, really, that, that's the core focus. So the core values define who you are. The core focus defines what you do. And then we get into what is the 10-year target? What is the, the BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal for this organization? Why does it exist? Where do you want to be in 10 years? And really that number is flexible depending on the organization, <coughs> anywhere from five to 30 years, but it's it's where you're going. And so we work with the leadership team to make sure they're aligned. And I was working with a client last month and we got to the 10-year target and it became apparent that we had very different visions of what they were looking to be in 10 years which is perfect the process worked we smoked it out we were able to have that conversation and they emerged with a common 10-year target for the organization
2: so the the leadership team overall was not tied together as far as what they thought they were going to be in 10 years right or from what you pulled out of of those discussions.
1: Yeah and so we just you know where do you see what do you see and and we got very different answers and prior to that they thought they were aligned.
2: How surprised were they?
1: Uh, Quite quite and then that under some other issues and it was but it was very productive because again the our thing is to to make it easier for the organization to succeed make sure they have that common vision and so the system worked the process worked. All right. so then we move to the marketing strategy. The marketing strategy is really about, you know, who do you want to spend your precious uh, resources, you know, financial and, and time to market to. So the first is the target market, which is the psychographic, demographic, maybe geographic footprint that you're looking for so you can identify that, that target market. Once you've identified the target market, then the rest of the marketing strategy is what do you say to them. So we talk about what are your three uniques? What is the combination of three things that makes you different from all your competitors? Your competitors may share one or two of them, but the combination of those three things makes you different and better from your competitors. Uh, and then we talk about a f- proven process. A proven process. Oh, excuse me. A proven process is simply a one-page visual of your process from the time. Customers start thinking of doing business with you. How do they find you, et cetera until they're long-term partners? So it's a one-page visual that your marketing team and your sales team can use to help show how you're going to take care of a customer. And then the guarantee is simply a way to reduce uh, objections to purchasing your product or service, right? It might be 30 minutes or it's free. It may be or, or other objections to buying so maybe if you're a car repair place you say hey we'll provide a rental right because an objection a client may have is well if i bring my car and i don't have it right. so it's the guarantee is how can a pledge or a promise to reduce those objections so okay. for instance uh, for eos mine is that when i deliver a session you don't pay me up front you pay me after i deliver value if you don't give value that session you don't pay me and that's your decision on whether you got value or not. Okay. So that's my guarantee.
0: I wish doctors would do the same
2: thing. No kidding. Exactly.
0: I've always never understood that. I don't pay the person that faces my car until the job is done. I don't pay the farmers market until they hand me the produce. Why do I have to pay for services uh, like at the medical facilities prior to being seen? I just thought
2: and you're not allowed to ask the price either. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to figure it they out. Change. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes.
0: So real quick, move into a quick story. I, uh, when I worked at that very large company, uh, this was when whatever they were calling Obamacare first came out. Uh, we had great healthcare, phenomenal healthcare, but then all of a sudden Obamacare came out and they're like, hey, they, they actually hired a consultant to come in and talk to all employees across the entire world. And I remember them coming in. We got, had this, all hands, there were 700 people at the location I was at. They sat us all down in one big massive conference room. They're like, and, and they were really trying to tell a tale of, look, guys, we're doing this for your benefit. We really want you to understand your healthcare needs and what you're paying and you shouldn't pay whatever a doctor tells you. You should shop that price to find the best deal for you and your family. I'm like, so if I break my arm, you want me to call five different hospitals <laughs> and figure out which ones were the cheapest? It, I, it, nobody does that. Who does that? Um, yeah, it was it was a big crazy mess. But
2: anyway. you really want the cheapest doc fixing your arm? Man, down the river. Hey, he said his name was Doc.
1: Just Remember, ah, half, yeah, half of the uh, half the physicians out there graduated in the bottom half of their class. That is correct.
0: Not everybody got A's and B's. Some got C's and D's. <laughs>
1: So, so, uh, ready? No, I was going to, uh, you know what, let's go to a quick break real quick.
0: Okay. Um, when we get back, we'll, I think you're going to the three-year picture next. Correct. And then on the other half of, uh, the VTO, right? Correct. Is it VTO? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll be right back. Business owners looking for out of the box solutions. Five Star Banks Business Solutions Group is here to help you with all your financing needs. When you need a creative, innovative approach that goes beyond traditional solutions, think of Five Star Bank. We care about the growth of our local business community. With offices in Colorado Springs, Denver, and Trinidad, Five Star Bank is easy to find. Visit FiveStar.Bank to connect with us today. That's the number five, Bank. Equal Housing Lender member, FDIC. Now back to the show. Welcome back to this week's Small Gas Podcast. <laughs> Uh, lots of technical difficulties on that break. Um we're back though and uh they're really loud, so my my ears are hurting me for those not not my voice, but it's okay. We got it. Now I can't hear anything. Uh, anyway, uh, hey, we got Hark Harold here. Uh from from EOS Worldwide. So welcome back. Thanks. And we've got Greg. Um per person? Yeah. Yeah, whatever you do, you have an oxen. You uh, you're kind of dressed like dressed that, like, that. <laughs> like a lumberjack today. <laughs> it's cold outside. The lumberjack. That's a good song, a good by the song, way. way. Um, okay. Okay. hart we Heart, were we going through the VTO, the VTO, for, uh, the uh, vision, vision Traction, Traction Organizer, Organizer. Uh, uh, and, and they, they say in this and to create, create um, um, part of the, part vision, of the vision, vision, vision for the company, right? right. Correct. Um, and there is supposed to be um, no more than two pages, right? Correct. That's kind of the idea behind it. So we were, we had just went through core values, core focus, 10 year target, marketing strategy, and now we're on three year picture. So, take it away. Yes.
1: So, the, again, the core values define who you are, core focus is what you do, the 10 year target is where you're going, and your marketing strategy is how you're going to get there. Okay. So now we're so going go to gonna go to the, the three year <laughs> picture. <laughs> and this, and this is a, Year, Three-year picture, picture uh, which is not a detailed three- to five-year annual plan. Okay, This okay. is a picture of what the organization needs to look like in three short years to hit that 10-year target. So we start with whatever the future date is, three years, whether it's your calendar year, fiscal year, uh, the organization decides. What's their revenue? What's the profit? Current or what do you want it to be in three what years? What it will be. What it okay. will be in, in three years. years. Okay. Yep. Uh, what's their profit going to be in three years, whether that's a number or a percentage. Uh, and then their measurables, and they determine the measurables. Typically, you know, it might be number of stores, number of states you're in, w- sure, whatever. Sure. We determine the measurables. And then what does it look like? And so this is where we get the entire leadership team to see in their mind's eye, what does it, the organization look like in three years if we're going to achieve those numbers? How many okay. people, divisions, locations, et cetera so because if you can get them to see the same picture in their mind's eye their ability to actually hit that three-year target is significantly enhanced and it sets us up for great one-year planning okay Okay. so so that's the vision side of the vto now we're going to turn to the traction side and this is where Ah. we're really bringing it down to down to the ground right so a one-year plan so again the same the same numbers right what's your your future date, what does the revenue need to be in this one-year plan, what is your profit, and what are those measurables, and then the three to seven goals for the year, not 37. Because when everything's a priority, nothing's a, nothing. priority. It's a priority. So
0: real so, quick, no your way, one-year sure plan, plan, should it fit, fit within, within the within three-year the plan? plan?
1: Yeah, okay. so it's your one-year plan to get you to the three-year okay. to that, en route to that 10-year plan. I'm curious, why,
0: why do you do it in that order? as supposed to start with a one-year
1: because you have to know where you're going. Okay. Where you, where you, your 10-year target is where okay. your okay. big, hairy, audacious goal, right? And then your three years, what do you need to do in three years to get there? And then we can back, okay, what does that mean we need to do in this next year to get to that three? year? Okay, okay. fair enough. So, so
0: it, as an example, I guess, right, if, if I want to break through that ceiling, say we hit the ceiling, Greg and I, and we now need to um, – Maybe I don't have enough uh, back-end people. Maybe I don't have enough people in accounting. Maybe it, you know that, those types of things, right? right? To say, yes. okay, well, this year we need to spend some overhead money now to get to enough next level so we can take on the additional work because we can't take the work first because if we if we can't process because we're gonna lose the work because we're gonna piss off the customer.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yes. So, what are those three to seven big priorities for the organization for this year? So we nail what those are, and again, this gets the leadership team in alignment so that as things happen throughout the year, you can come back and say, remember we said these are the priorities. Okay, Like this is what we need to do. So then uh, from the one year plan, we now turn it into rocks or quarterly priorities. So rocks comes from the Stephen Covey example of the glass container. So there's a glass cylinder and believe it or not, you only have a hundred percent of your time. That's all you have. No matter what you're doing, you only have 100%. Do you hear that?
2: You've only got 100% of your I time. Did. Uh, and I just
0: told some of the employees today, I don't expect a lot of them. All I expect is them to work half days and I don't care which 12 hours a day they do it day.
1: Exactly. So yeah, so you have 100% of your time, right? Yep. And so the, the Stephen Covey example is you have rocks, pebbles, sand and water, yep. right? And you got to get them all in that jar. Well, the rocks are your priorities. The pebbles is your day-to-day tasks, sand is the interruptions and water is everything else. So if you don't put the rocks in first, you can't get them in and those are the priorities. So we call them rocks. Okay. So they're your 90 days priorities for the organization. And so again, we come down to where we, we have the same measurables, the revenue profit and measurables for this next 90 days. What do those need to be? And then what are the three to seven company rocks for this quarter? And then we bring it down to maybe one to three other rocks that an individual will have. But again, it's getting aligned on those company rocks. Have, is
0: key. have you ever you ran know, across ran a company that that, that can't, can't fill this out, this out because they, don't, they have, don't have, from a leadership, leadership team, they don't have they don't access, to access to
1: that access to data? To or so with the leadership team, if they're working with an implementer, they will get this filled out. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I, I, if I if think they're self-implementing, self imp- can they, they, they can't. Right? Do that, if, right? if you've got an
0: accounting team, but there's no, but you don't have a CFO, for example, what if yeah. I, I have no clue what my yeah. revenue is at that point, right? I mean, that means that yeah. a company's That's broke, obviously. obviously.
1: Right. So the leadership team needs to have that out. information, yeah. Yeah. right? So, so we set those three to seven priorities, and we assign who's accountable for those achieving those rocks, right? Uh, and then we go to the issues list. And this is, again, about getting issues out of people's heads and onto paper and bits and bytes where they can be dealt with. There's just something cathartic about getting them written down. And issues aren't necessarily negative. Sometimes people think every issue is a negative. Well, no, an issue may be we need to expand. An issue may be we need to do these other things. So, But it's about getting them down so that you can then deal with them appropriately. What the team thinks the issues are, right? Not just one Correct. person, not just... Not just- whatever. So, correct. Okay. So, yeah. So when you have all of these uh, eight questions answered, that is the first part of the vision component being strong. The second part is to get it shared by all because having the leadership team go in a room and agree on the vision is, is good, but you need to get it throughout the entire organization. And so we talk about every quarter you need to get up in front of the organization and do a state of the company, and revisit, here's our core vision, here's our core values, here's our core focus, this is our tenure, and make sure everybody's aligned on that vision. Because if you can get, how many people do you have in your company? 100 people. 100 people. 100 people, if you can get all 100 of those people seeing the same vision, bought into it, understanding and rowing in the same direction, that's where the the true companies can excel. Yeah,
0: and if, and if, if you have a have contingency of that, don't, don't wanna go and don't wanna row in the same direction, they probably
1: don't belong in that company then. Exactly. And we're going to talk about that in the next component, the people component. Excellent,
0: a Good segue. <laughs> okay. What else uh, as part of the vision? Is that kind of captured the vision? Yeah.
1: yeah, that's it. It's, again, uh, less is more. We try to, to make it simple, um, try to dumb it down so that people should be able to say, you know, throughout your organization, you should be able to say, what's the 10-year target? And everybody knows what it is. I was working. With a, a cybersecurity firm uh, last week, and th- there were six people on the leadership team, and all of them had a slightly different version of their what is their their core focus. It's like
0: you guys should probably be aligned. So, which brings me to probably my last question is: How do you expect to get this done in two hours on offsite, or do you expect to do this in that ninety that first sixty days? Yes. Okay.
1: So in the in the in the first Again, those three full-day sessions okay. over the course of 60 days. The first one, we're going to give them some tools. Okay. We do execution first. Then we start answering the eight questions in the second one. And then in the third one, we f- make sure we've finished answering these eight questions.
0: When you move on from the vision,
1: can the vision ever change as you get through the other five? Five. Absolutely, and if if we uncover something, we go so back it can and make sure. Document. It needs yeah. to be. And, and every so so that's to get it up and running in the company. And then, uh, as part of our process, I mentioned we have these three full day sessions over the course of sixty days. Sure. And then we uh, go into execution phase, where I meet with the leadership team every ninety days and facilitate them, and we review the VTO as part of that each time to make sure we're still aligned. Uh, We look back at the last 90 days to see if we made our priorities, if we accomplished them, or what lessons learned, and we set the priorities for the next 90 days. So in the execution phase, I do that. We have three one-day quarterlies and a two-day annual. Most clients stick with the implementer for two years, and then they graduate, okay?
2: So a question, just to jump back a little bit, go something Nate said uh, kind of triggered it. With With the core focus, As you said you know the things can change as you're as you're going through the process do you see um, with the core focus where the team members don't actually agree on what those focus areas are and how many focus areas can you really have and be effective you have one core core focus. focus okay
0: not core competencies. That's different. Right.
1: Right. right. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you know, why is you know, why the is the company exist? Exists? What, is it, what is it doing?
2: Okay. And maybe that's my confusion because uh, I was thinking core competencies right, as right, opposed right, correct, to correct, core focus. Correct, correct, okay. correct. Okay.
1: I'll give you an example out of the book because
0: I I uh, I'm the type that likes to take notes and as I read through things, and oh,
2: my wife would shoot you.
0: <laughs> you know, I used to be that way, but then I realized you know, it's better to take your notes in the book than on the side because I always have this with me. Right. And right. so I just have everything there.
2: I agree it's the best way to do it. I'm just saying my wife would shoot you. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so let's see. They go through one of these guys, uh, one of these companies in here as a recommendation. They say, uh, you know, one of the core values, is an exam- example, they, they say it as cutting-edge knowledge. We are the experts. So as an example, that's one of the core values that they had. And then... Uh, they just it kind of it's kind of cool how it goes into and walks walks you through all the different types uh, everything we just walked through right now, um and break it down and gives an example that's kind of helps out. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, um. Okay. Okay. I don't have any don't other, have questions, any other on, questions on vision. vision. I think uh, yeah. we're going to, we uh, to uh, meet again meet next again time. Next we're going to talk, talk about the next key is, is people. Right. People right. transition. Correct. Correct. Transition to people. Okay, well, uh, appreciate you coming back, Ark, and uh, until next time, it's just Nate signing off. Thanks for,
1: Thanks for listening.
0: You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you at the next episode.